0: today being Ash Wednesday, we refer to and recall the ashes that are placed on our foreheads. And as they are placed on our foreheads, we hear the words, remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. Now that may seem a little morbid because it's a reminder of death and that's not a pleasant topic. So why are we thinking of that? Why are we bringing that to our own attention? It's because We want to think of what comes after, after death. Yes, our earthly bodies came from dust, and to dust they shall return, but we have immortal souls. And those souls, God wants to have with Him forever in heaven. And so, when we put ashes on our forehead and we say, Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's a reminder that there's more than this earthly life. It's a reminder that we're made for more, that we are called to be saints. It's also a reminder that we fall short of that calling, that we need to grow. We need to improve our lives. We need to become more holy. We need to be perfected in charity, that we're not there yet. We're still on our way towards the sanctity that God calls us to have. But how is it that we do that? And how do we get to heaven? How do we obtain that sanctity? We need to grow in charity. We need to grow in holiness. And we do that through our relationship with the Lord. Whenever we make a decision or a choice that's contrary to God's plan for us, We offend him by sin, and we wound that relationship. But he calls us back to himself. As we heard in our first reading, that the God who created us wants us back. He wants us, and he says through the prophet, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. He wants us to repent of our sins, Repent of the ways that we've gone away from him so that we can come back to him. He longs to pour his mercy and his grace upon us, especially in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. He wants us to be with him. He wants us to acknowledge our sins, as it says in our responsorial psalm, to have a clean heart created within us by the power of God and his grace. We are reminded of how much God loves us and wants us to be reconciled to him, as we heard in our second reading. And that reconciliation is possible because God took the effort to bridge the gap between humanity and himself by becoming incarnate and then giving up of his life on the cross. So we know we have a God that loves us so much that he would be with us here on earth and in a human nature. That he would be willing to die so that we could be with him for all eternity. That he would make that gift of himself out of love so that we can be with him forever in heaven. And as we try to grow in holiness and be perfected in charity, we are given these three different ways in our gospel passage of doing that. Almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. When we're giving of our alms, when we're being generous and making donations, when we're doing acts of mercy and service and love, then we are growing, we are stretching our capacity to love. Our charity can be increased. When we pray, we're talking to God, we are strengthening that relationship with the Lord. And it's God who gives us the ability to pray, and who prays in and with us, In prayer, sometimes we make it overly complicated, but prayer can be as simple as talking to God as you would talk to a friend, telling him about how your day was, saying thank you for the blessings you have, asking him for the things that you need. It's important for us to pray, to strengthen that relationship and grow in charity and holiness. In fasting, We are encouraged to fast, to set aside the things that distract us from God, but also to let go of our attachment to the good things that we have here on earth, being mindful, again, that we are made for more than the things of the world, that we are made to be with God forever in heaven. And should we live a good and holy life as he calls us to, then we can reach that destination. And this season of Lent helps us to refocus on that goal, that healing of the relationship with God, and that growth in holiness and charity. In our gospel passage, Jesus is giving us warnings about these three things, that we shouldn't do it for the sake of attention of other people, but rather we should do these things out of love for God. Not boasting and making sure other people see us when we do these things, but doing it for the sake of our Lord. When he talks about prayer, it's not that he's condemning public prayer, it's what we're doing right now as we gather for mass, we're praying together as a community, but rather he's encouraging us to pray, not to be seen, but to pray in order to strengthen that relationship with him. When he mentions the inner room, it's a reference to God dwelling within the depths of our hearts, the depths of our souls, And that we can quietly, secretly, be praying, even in the midst of chaos. We can be praying throughout our day, at work, or whatever it is that we may be doing. In the depths of our hearts, we can still be in communion with God, talking to Him, even if our lips aren't even moving. And so we are called to be humble, to grow in charity and holiness, And as we have the ashes placed on our foreheads, we're told, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Or we might hear, repent and believe in the gospel. And that's for the sake of us to refocus on our relationship with God so that we can have the joy of being with him forever in heaven, so that we can be made perfect in charity and be holy. So let us consider how we are going to Make this a good Lent, pursuing that perfection in charity and growth in holiness. Let us consider what we may be doing as we prepare ourselves to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist.